Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I'm going to tell you the, the revolting thing first. Um, I'm not kidding. I'll Let's put, start with I'm going to start with the revolting thing. Please. I put um, I put my uh, headphones on while I was still downstairs. So the first mm-hmm. first thing I heard was you <sighs> really heavy breathing in my head. <laughs> So, so, so that's a very, how... a very difficult piss that is, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. Christ, ah, I managed. <laughs> um, uh, no, no, I've, I've got, I've got fucking COVID, haven't I? Oh, mate, oh, are you, um, how, how are you coping? Are you doing okay? I'm fine. I've got Lucasade. Oh, can I get anything for you? Can I do anything for you? Not you, buy Lucasade. I, uh, no, no one can do anything for me. By the way, we've started. Oh, is it... yeah. We started. <laughs> do, do we start with the revolting thing? That's yeah, like uh, that's yeah. That's it's not a it's good a start. regular. I don't know if you've heard this podcast, but it's a regular. We start off with a revolting thing, and we and it escalates from there. It gets oh, so it gets more revolting more or disgusting. less revolting? Oh no, no, no! It's it's never got less revolting. <laughs> so I'm here with. I've got a pint of uh, Lucas Aid in front of me. 
Uh, I'll be honest mm-hmm. with you, this is now this this is the second podcast I've done with COVID, but I didn't know that I had COVID on the previous one. Um it, I'm not I'm not a medical man. Matt, I'll be honest with you, I'm not a medical man. And that's why I, and only I, could get um uh COVID and arthritis mixed up. I I oh, wow. did, I thought, <laughs> God, my arthritis is really playing up today. Now you've got COVID. Uh, well, so that's can, quite. I yeah, yeah I think that's quite a magical mixture, there. Yeah, you know I mean, it's good and to also, have everything, isn't it? <laughs> you like Pokemon, but for medical illnesses, yeah. gotta get them all. Gotta get them all. <laughs> gotta get them all. I've had them all. It it just means that you know when I um I don't know if you know this, but I'm uh, I'm really sort of like I'm one of the favourites to win Strictly this year. Oh um, yes, famously. Yeah. So when <laughs> when I win Strictly this year, due to a, just a confusing admin error, um, yeah. <laughs> obviously I'll have to go to hospitals to sort of say you know hello to people who are really ill. But it, it's better to have me, isn't it, rather than like Princess Diana? Um, yeah, I I think yeah because uh, you know, like, you're not a medical man, but I would rather have you there. Like yeah, because it's one on my deathbed, it's, Michael leg being like you're a cunt. Having no, but it's just seeing someone that that you can relate to. Because I think it's a bit like wheeling round a cadaver and go. Well, at least you're not this. <laughs> yeah, you, you you're the type of person that evokes sympathy from like people being yeah. like, you know what, I have you know, all my intestines are out, but at least I'm yeah. not Michael Leg. Exactly, and I love your use of the word evoke because if I don't yeah. evoke sympathy, I will fucking drag it out of them. <laughs> I've never, I've them. never understood people who go, oh, I don't want sympathy, or or people who go, oh, don't patronize me. If there's two things you can do for me to make me feel better, one, patronize the fuck out of me. I, do, I absolutely talk down to me, make everything simple, make me feel better. And two, yeah. I need loads of sympathy. That's why I'm doing Strictly, because I've got every illness under the sun. And look at me. Not like some people, not naming names, fucking Robert Webb, who dips out. Oh, no, I have a heart problem. What a fucking wimp. <laughs> uh, so that's what he's like. Um, yeah, with his yeah, weak what, what... heart. I may also have yeah. a weak heart, but I've got a very strong stomach, Matt. What would you rather have? Um, like, if you can, like, if what's the worst combination? Like, a strong heart, weak stomach, or like weak heart, strong stomach? Because I feel like I'm not sure. I think I'd rather have a strong heart, weak stomach. But then again, that's a daily problem, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it, I is mean, that a good it, question. It is a good question. Thank you for asking. It's that the, that's the first question of the of the podcast. <laughs> Uh, I don't even know what this podcast is. Is it just this for a, a set amount of time? Um, it, there is a there is a structure to, but only in the same way that there's a structure to the universe. Okay, so it's, it's chaotic and we don't understand it. And 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 actually, ultimately, at the end, you go, "Yep, yeah, that was pointless," which is exactly what the universe is. That's one thing Brian Cox doesn't fucking say when he looks up and wonder. It's fucking pointless, mate. <laughs> None of it fuck. None of it actually matters. Because imagine that during a physics lesson, you're, yeah. you're sitting in your A levels. You're like, right, I've got to get this A so I can go to university, become like a doctor of physics. Oh wait, it doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't Let's matter. And, you know, doesn't matter. Like, boil a frog instead. I don't know. It's it like, um, do you know what? That's one of the great things to think that we can take from, um, you know, footage of uh, Chernobyl. 
Uh, you know what? What? What's that? What is that town called? Pripyat. I don't know how to pronounce it. I've never yeah. said it out loud. Um, you know, you know the way. Like, there's so much wildlife growing in it now. Mm-hmm. We don't matter, mate. We don't matter because nature matter. will just keep on going. And I don't know why Brian Cox doesn't look up at this guy and go, ah, "Fuck off, Scott." <laughs> Maybe he does. <laughs> maybe that's no, maybe, no. I've never bought any of his DVDs. Maybe the extras are like, oh, fuck off. Because, like, imagine, like, if you're like a person, like, like I, I always find this about like weathermen as well, like, or weather people, like, like if like your job is like looking at the sky, figuring out what, like, like what the sky is gonna do, like, it's a bit of a busman's holiday when it starts raining. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like, oh, what's going on here? Like, I've, I've, like, you can't really take a break from that. And Brian Cox is the same. I can't be like, oh well, I can't have a break from space this week. I that's very true. That's very very true. There's no fucking cutting off, is it? Like, <laughs> like it's not like he'll go. Ah, it's night time, you know, when night <laughs> comes around. It's like, no, I know. It's 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 normal in my line of work, but I do I do like the idea that he might be surprised by the rain because that might be yeah. <laughs> I might be so earthbound it'll blow his fucking mind. You're like, oh no, the space what? is falling onto me. What? What's dripping on my beautiful face? <laughs> it's Robin into sycophancy. Oh, that's all. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> I was wondering when we're going to mention Robin. <laughs> well, Matt, Matt, hot. By the way, <laughs> hi everyone. Welcome to Leg Hole. Um, it's a podcast. Uh, so uh, ultimately, like the universe, completely trivial. Uh, but. My special guest is not trivial. I'm delighted that he's fallen into the lake hall today. One of my favourite comedians in the whole world. One of my favourite people. I reckon in my, I reckon easily in my top ten. You could slide into the top five on any given moment when Robin really has pissed me off. And, and keep in mind that happens fairly regularly. So I'd say, you yeah. know, I'm I'm putting you in the top five. Get in. Thank you very it's much. It's Matt and... Hoss. Everyone, everyone applauds. Everyone applauds. Everyone applauds. Um, yeah, it's great to be in your like hold today. And I, I think by the end of the episode, I can I can be in the top two, maybe top one. Yeah. Who knows? Who, knows? We'll work... who, who am I working against? Who, who is like, who else? Is uh, right. I, I don't think you're going to make it in the top one because the top one is my dead dog. And that that must hurt okay. that you, yeah. you, you, you were less rated to me than a dead dog. But well, that's fair. I'm I'm willing to take it. <laughs> yeah, and obviously, um, then the goodies, and then you. Top three. That's not. That's not bad. Oh, the, the no, 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 you're, you're, like yeah, no. The goodies are well. There's three in them, isn't there? So yeah, and uh, and on any given day, they could be two, three, or four. Okay. Yeah. I, I I'm I'm actually you know what pleasantly happy with. That. Weird. Weird that two of my top five people in the world are dead, and one of them's not even a person. Yeah, I mean that is a bit hurtful, but I feel like I, other than that, that's actually not bad. I've done pretty well actually. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think you've done great. Yeah, thank you. Well, th- thank you for such a kind. In- I think that's one of the kindest introductions I've ever had. Obviously, we started with the revolting bit, which I feel like that wasn't the best introduction. But that that the bit you just did was really good. Well, so thank you. you... And uh, yeah, I'm, it's delightful to be in your like hole finally. Well, here's the thing about the uh, the revolting intro. Um, does that not suggest that you you are in my inner sanctum because I've opened up uh, and I, I feel so happy in your company that I could be that open with you? 
in well, many ways, that's very yeah. In many ways, it's your downfall that <laughs> uh, you were you were so liked by me that you were. Uh, yeah, I have to see your inner sanctum. <clears throat> you I, really do. Turn off the camera feed, Michael, please. I don't want to see it anymore. Thank you. Look right into my inner <laughs> sanctum. It's strangely hypnotic. Yeah, it's like a magic eye. Oh, magic! It is a magic yeah, eye. <laughs> if you look at it, something will appear. Oh, let's not. Let's not. No. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I think that was mostly me. <laughs> it really was mostly you. But see, you know, you're a lot younger than me. You're a young fella. You're alleged. You you get away with the cheeky scampness. I look like yeah. a revolting old pervert. Um, <laughs> you know, it's just just how it is. Just how it is. And that is our vibe. I'm cheeky scamp. You're, yeah. you know, yeah. We're like um, Steptoe son a bit, uh, aren't we? <laughs> Two men absolutely fucking depressed in life, but somehow <laughs> stuck together. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. Matt Hoss, comedian Matt Hoss, and dear friend Matt Hoss. Um, I have um, 10 yeah. questions for you today. Uh, I'd like Correct. you to answer these 10 questions. And from your answers, I will put together a psychological profile of you, which will be revealed at the end of the podcast. Now, regular this listeners, uh, I say listeners, Neil, his name is. Hi, Neil. <laughs> you want to say hello to Neil? Hi, Neil. Hi, Neil. Uh, regular listener will know uh, that the first question and the last question of these 10 questions are always the same. But, Matt, it's the middle eight mm-hmm. questions. These were all written specifically for you and no one else. Wow. That's good. Thank yeah. you. That's, that's, that's in-depth uh, questioning that and like I- i'm learning a lot about myself at the moment and uh, p- uh i'm actually a-, a student counselor at the moment so i'm learning to do are like, you mental health yeah I- I'm-, I'm studying at uni to be a student counselor and part of that is kind of figuring out who you are so i feel like i'm going to take this recording and present it to my lecturers so make sure this is going to be admissible by university standards yeah oh yeah absolutely <laughs> but please use all the evidence that we uh, gather today. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and obviously your your psychological setting is very. It's accredited by uh, a lot of the ethical bodies. For well, sure. yeah. luckily, I have a diploma uh, from the University of <laughs> Bullshit Radar, so uh, I can I've, I can really tap into people's you know weaknesses. <laughs> let's call it that. Great, I look forward to that. Ten questions. And I have no weaknesses. Ten questions from Matt Hoss, and we're going to start off with question number one. Matt Hoss. Mm-hmm. Do you like sherry? Now, are you talking about sherry as in a drink or like a person like Sherry Blair or like what, okay. what type of sherry? I'm are you putting about? easily confused down on, your, <laughs> down on your psychological profile. Also, smart arse. I'll put that there. <laughs> I think you were being so... willfully stupid there. So. What does it mean, Will? He's stupid. I just, I just wanted clarity. I just, yeah. I love clarity. I mean, I've, I've already opened up that I'm ill, and you think you've got time because you've got youth on your side. You see, you've got time <laughs> to fritter away. I don't. Do you like sherry, Matos? It's a simple, straightforward question. I don't think I've ever had sherry. I don't um, think I so... have either. I don't think I have. No, I don't really know what it is. I know people... Is it that kind of light alcohol? Oh, like a mate, very light alcohol? Mate, we are connecting so well on this. I don't think... I. Yes, it's alcohol, but I don't know what it is. I don't... Sherry drink. Are you, it's, it's are you looking it up on a it. computer? Yeah, is that all right? Or is that not allowed? Um, I don't think anyone's ever ch- cheated on the answers before and 
looked I'm it not up. Cheating. Look, I'm up. just trying like I'm trying to do research. I mean, unless you're like, actually you know. Googling does Matos like Sherry. <laughs> you go, no, it turns out I do. Really love it. <laughs> My fan base hasn't yeah. answered that one yeah. just yet. Mm. Well, um, I don't think I've ever had it, but like a few things, um, I've I've already made up my mind I don't like it. Like yogurt. I've never had a yogurt. You've never had a yogurt? I don't like them. I don't know. I don't I don't think I will like that texture. But, so like how can you go through your life without having a single yogurt? I've never had a pickled onion. Well, to me, I think that's less surprising than the yogurt, though. But maybe you should have, maybe you should just have a week where you just, just have it all that. out. Do you know what I mean? Pickled I... onion, yogurt. Bam. Well, who knows if I've Done. got a week, Matt? <laughs> you know what? Why? <laughs> why gamble? Recording. <laughs> it has to be okay, yeah. legs last tape. It has. It has to happen at some point, right? My fucking <laughs> Beckett esque <laughs> life. It has to come to yeah. an end at some point. So this might be it. So do you do do you think you like sherry? Could you do you think you can grow think, to like sherry? I think I could grow to like it. I don't think I'll like it straight away because I feel like um I feel like wine t- I took a little time to get to like wine. I was bit, I did like beer straight up um when I was a, like a teenager, but like sherry I feel like it might be a bit of a push. I feel like you know like port it's a bit of a strong drink, do you know what I mean? Like not yeah. strong as an alcohol volume. I mean oh, like I think it is. It's it's a, well that too, mm. but it's like it's a like it's a bold choice. If you're going to go to the bar, you're going to have sherry or port. It's a bit much. Do you know what I mean? Also, like you said, you're very, very young, very, 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 very young. So maybe, maybe neither of us have aged into it yet. Absolutely, I you're, must be on quite the young at heart. Um, I have a young heart, thanks, <laughs> thanks to an operation. That's yeah. why you were at the hospital earlier. Yeah, like yeah. They're wheeling around your cadaver yeah. and you're stealing organs. I used to go and do my visits to the hospital go, hello, yes it is, it's Michael Legg here from Do The Right Thing. They go, what? And what? How ill are you? They go, well, I've got a heart condition. And what age are you? 12? Brilliant. Uh, you know, and yeah, and I'd, I'd just wait. Yeah, can I have that one? They're done. Oh, be honest so with you. If, con- yeah. I wasn't a great guy. <laughs> I wasn't great. <laughs> Well, you know, you've got a lot of good qualities. Like, you might harvest organs from children, but sure. you are very funny. That's what a kind thing to say. I'm going to put kind down Thank on you. you. A kind that you see. That's the thing. I think you that proves you are a kind person. When you see people, who, you don't see people as bad. You see people as flawed. That's a, that's no, I'm a... just very rational. I just, I, I, you know, I think we just got to stop and look at the whole picture rather yes. than just, yes, Michael, like, you know, organ harvester leg, yeah. but also very, very good on podcasts. You know what I mean? That's like, there's a lot. There's really balance. kind of you. That's really kind of you. We let's go on to question number two, Matt Hoss. Matt Hoss, how come we've never gigged together? What are you scared of? Um, we've never gigged together because I live in the northeast of England. You live in, I believe, a certain place in London. I, I wasn't sure if I were allowed to give away your secret location, but like, well, uh, maybe not my guess... address. But you could say I live in Lewisham. Yeah, Lewisham. Mm. Um, well, I feel like uh, I don't know how I know that, but I, I just, just yeah, um, I'm doing I just on about it. Um, so like yeah i don't know i think i I booked you for gigs which i just haven't turned up at so but i've that that's and i've seen you perform that's a weird Um, vote of confidence isn't it 
Would you do my gig? What? I wouldn't do it, but would you? No, <laughs> no. I just book it from afar. I'm like right. a third party kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. So like, I'm I'm a middleman who doesn't have to get involved with the the details. But you know, I bring to uh, a great venue to a great to a great person. Do you know what I mean? Um, I guess uh, it, it seemed confusing that. I think right. um, I think you weaseled out of that, so I'm going to put spineless down. Is that all right? I'll put spineless. <laughs> Spineless down on your psychological profile. I don't think spineless is. The, maybe, maybe. I, I've got a spine. Mm hmm. This is dead air, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> unprofessional. I'll put unprofessional. I'm not unprofessional. I just. I wanted to just. Allow you to respond to the fact that I might have a... Sp- uh, you know what? Fair enough. Um, maybe I am spineless. I'm sorry. Uh... There we go. See? <laughs> you see, there we go. I was right on the long and you weaseled and you apologised. There you go. That's Thank I, you. Thank you. I am a bit of a weasel, do you know what I mean? I am like... Oh, but weasels like... are nice. I tell you what. Yeah. I tell you what. Um, here's uh, here's a fun thing about weasels. We can go back to my dead dog again here, in my, here right now because... Um, <laughs> She used to uh, go around to my friend's house who they they had weasels in their yeah. house. I mean, like they bought weasels. It wasn't like their house was infested with weasels. Uh, they had we- And weasels used to run around my dog's body. Like, like, like you know, the, the basic torso, like run circles yeah. around her, like her belly and then over her back and then under her belly. And, her- and it was one of the weirdest things. It was like seeing a dog in a car wash. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of a terrifying and adorable and confusing. Like yeah, me. I can, I can, uh, yeah, wow. That was quite deep. Question number three, Matt Hoss. Mm. Who, who do you relate to more? Sherlock Holmes or Jimmy Savile? <laughs> I mean, that... What a question! Uh, it's a bunch of question because, like, who is picking? The... Everyone's got the same same answer, right? Like, it'd be kind of weird if you're like, "Oh, hold on, like, I don't think I'm like that." Right, <laughs> lovely and nice investigator. <laughs> I, mean, I wear bad track suits and have a bad track record. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. uh, I think I've in to answer your question with full earnesty here. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I uh, in like earnest as um and I. I Definitely like Sherlock because I think I'm quite observant. You know, I, I'm, I, right. I like to observe things. Mm-hmm. I I like I like true crime. Uh, I like uh, mm-hmm. I, I like calling people. To be like fair, Jimmy elementary. Savile really loved true crime. <laughs> I'd say the argument there is to say he liked it way more than Sherlock Holmes did. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's one one point towards Jimmy Savile then. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, you've you kind of uh, hoisted me by my own petard then. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's two one. Um, I think um, to be fair, I think I'm more of a Watson than a Sherlock. I'm a definite sidekick rather right. than Emma. Kick. Emma. Emma Watson. It doesn't matter. I'll be honest. Oh yeah, gotcha. I'll be honest. I disappointed myself by saying it. <laughs> So I thought that's another side character in Sherlock Holmes. I was yeah. like, that wasn't what the uh, the housekeeper was called, was it? Well, listen, I mean, maybe I can simplify the question. Maybe maybe it was a bit too sort of um, I don't know, vague or something. Well, let's 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 make it clearer. Um, <laughs> okay, please. How many crimes have you committed? <sighs> I've committed. I, I don't think I've ever committed a crime other than speeding. And uh, right, yeah, so because, because I'm quite a straight. 
Well, it is a crime, but it's not like a full-on crime. Like, sorry, like speeding isn't the same level as murder, is it? Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, if if you go like you speed through a village at thirty-three miles an hour, you're not gonna like. That's not as bad as like you know, killing your neighbor. Oh, you brought up your neighbor. You specifically. Well, oh, well, you had someone in mind. That was interesting. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> so you've you've committed one crime. We'll say one. Okay. Yeah, a single so, crime. So but let's not, let's not... let's just balance it. Let you hear me out. Uh, how many mm-hmm. crimes have you solved? I mm, hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. I I would say that I I am quite good in a if I'm watching a film figuring no, out who no, the murderer no. is. No, no, no. I mean, how many crimes have you solved, Matt? Come on. Well, uh, in I've I've helped. I, I my mum's a police officer, so I kind of help her when she's having a tough case. But like, oh, have you thought about that? Is, so is in, that in, true? It's 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 not really true. No, no. Well, so, so I'd say as far in, in the world of podcasting, lying is a crime. So I'd say you're up to crimes, and yet you have never solved a crime. So if we take it logically, you are closer to Jimmy Savile than you are to Sherlock Holmes. So I'll just put down exactly like Jimmy Savile. <laughs> this is not good for my press. Well, you know, um, it, it's. I don't see the harm in it because it's only a podcast that will end up being used uh, in your job as student counsellor. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm going to play this clip and be like, "Yeah, exactly." Like I'm Jimmy just, Savile. I'm just being open, just admitting that I'm exactly like Jimmy Savile. Before I start the job, question number something, Matt Hoss, you're a performer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They say that to get over stage fright, you should just picture your audience completely naked. Now, as you're under 18, are you allowed to do that? Firstly, I'm not under 18. And for the whole of this podcast, you think I'm a very, very young guy. Very, very, very I'm not, young guy. I'm not that young. I'm, I'm a, I have a bit of a baby face, to be fair. But like, mm-hmm. I'm, I, I'm not, a, not, um, not necessarily a, um, a, a young guy. But I, I'm, I'm, I'm 28. Uh, so ten years after eighteen. Um, wow! I feel. What what does that wow mean? I mean, you listen. Just take the compliment. You look great. Right, we've got to dig deeper on that. Okay, so uh, do you? Are you trying to say that? See, see, here's I, the um, problem. If I compliment yeah. someone, my voice suggests I don't mean it, but but I do mean it. <laughs> Because I thought it was very sarcastic. Yeah. Like, wow, you don't look twenty-eight. Jesus Christ! Yeah, you look eighteen. Um, um, you know, just think that you, you look great. That's what I'm saying. You look very you. youthful. Oh, that's very, that's very sweet. Um, yeah, I am. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah, I, um, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I would say to answer your question, I don't think. Have you ever imagined your audience naked? Because I feel like it's one of those. Have you seen my like, fucking audience? <laughs> I walk on there and mentally balaclava them all up. <laughs> but that's like the thing is though, like it's a bad advice because like when you're on there, you got adrenaline running through your system. You're trying to be professional. You got some lines to say, and then like, what? You, I'm not gonna go and think, oh, that there's Trudy there. I'm gonna imagine her without like uh, underpants on. That's not gonna help me calm down. Do you know what I mean? It's, it's a it's really a weird... weird. Yeah, it is too weird. Mm. It is. It's strange. Um. But that being said, um, yeah, I, I wouldn't recommend doing that. I, what I'd recommend doing is doing some breathing exercises beforehand and go on and feel the excitement. Okay, I'm just going to put hippie wanker. 
Yeah, it seems like you're a bit new age there. That's a shame. Uh, but uh, hey, listen, that, that, it's a real shame. That's a shame. That's a shame. <laughs> but it's your answer, and that's all. That's what we care about here in the leg hole. Matt's horse. Thank question you. number something. It's a two-part question. That's exciting, isn't it? Now, mm-hmm. Matt Hoss, what is your happiest memory? And where were you on the morning of 11th September 2001? <laughs> Which one do you want first? Because I think... Uh, well, whichever, whichever, first? Hey, sure. That'll well, give you time know... to think of an alibi of where you were on the morning of 11th of September 2001. I actually know where I was on the morning of uh, September It'd be amazing if, actually... It'd be amazing if the answer was the same thing. To, my happiest memory... <laughs> Was organizing two planes to fly into. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Matt. I, I mean, to, to clarify, if you do that, like in, in 2001, I was uh, eight years old. So uh, right. just put, put that into perspective. But you've but always looked mean, eight. So, you know. <laughs> well, thank you for that. Um, What I would say is uh, I, I actually remember see, seeing that I was at school and um, uh, my, my, my friend's mum picked me up, went to her house, and I saw saw that on the on the TV. So I was in the United Kingdom, mm-hmm. in a place of um in in Brompton on Swale, um in the northeast of England. Yeah, so, that place yeah, definitely like, exists. Yeah, de- mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's actually a massive uh, IS base at the moment. It's pretty. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't support my evidence. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, um, that being said, um, happiest I don't know happiest memory i would say um i went on holiday this year with my partner and we went oh. to yosemite national park and um just sat down on the rocks that was probably one of the happiest memories i've ever had the happiest memory you've ever had is the time you sat on a rock yeah <laughs> oh, all man. right mate oh, sorry we, uh, is that another uh, point for the savile camp or i don't know like <laughs> no, no, no do you know what i don't think jimmy savile would answer that do you know what i his answer would be horrible but but at least you would sort of understand it. You go, oh, that paedophile that likes fucking dead kids. He, you know, that probably was the happiest time of his life. You just said the happiest moment was sitting on a rock. Well, it wasn't just sitting on a rock. It was being in a place of absolute beauty with a person I love. So like, I feel like that's that's the balance answer. I would like to I would like really... to ask this question to your partner. Because <laughs> uh, I reckon. The answers are going to be different. Yes. <laughs> did you did you go? Well, you said. I mean, I guess the assembly part must be amazing. Yeah. To be fair, it's it, it genuinely is one of my favorite places on earth. It's, it's one of your favorite gorgeous. people. One of my favorite people. Yeah, because uh, it actually is a person who comes out and goes, "Ooh, you're walking on my back," and it's like, yeah. "Sorry about that, Mother Nature." I think I said this in the last podcast, uh, but uh, forgive me, listener, Neil, Hi, uh, if I have. Um, but my uh, dad once said that, um, and you've just reminded me of this. Uh, my dad once said that the most famous person he ever met in his life was Kirk Douglas's helicopter. And, <laughs> and, and I've always taken great comfort and joy from that uh, phrase. So maybe you see things the way my father sees things. You know, like I look at this beautiful lake, I think of it as a friend. And I, I wish I was like that. 
Yeah, maybe you 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 slandered my uh, my kind of new wave style earlier, but maybe if you were to connect to your kind of like uh, if you imagine nature oh, was Christ people, connect like, you fucking new age twat new age twat putting that down. You got to evoke it, Michael. You got to evoke those feelings. Oh God, this I I might I might actually edit this bit out for you <laughs> for your sake. <laughs> Matt Hoss, question something or other. Have you ever seen an ex? Okay, we're into Sherry territory again. Are we talking about a letter X or an ex-partner? Like, is- no, 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 like an ex-film. You're young. It's probably the, the idea of seeing an ex is probably really exciting to you, isn't it? An, an ex, as in like an ex-film? Like, what does that mean? Wow, you're so you're so phenomenally young. You see, uh, yeah, I don't well, know what that means. Well, an ex film is it's... right uh, when a man and a woman love each other very much. They go on a date, <laughs> and to impress the lady, the man takes the the lady to an X rated film, which is how films are oh. rated X, um, double A, uh, A. Uh, depending on the like, an X film would be like um, Evil Dead or The Exorcist or Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> okay, I got you. So, all right, I got you. It's so like like a, a a Britain's like eighteen kind of thing. Oh, I think they're called eighteen now. I don't know. I'm kept up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I've seen. Um, um, thank uh, thank you for giving me the birds and the bees uh, be, uh, birds and bees talk as well. That's mm-hmm. that's very sweet of you. Like I, I feel like. Yeah, I'm not everyone goes. Do you know what? Do you know what? Get me, get me some action. I'll sit on a rock with her. No, that doesn't always work. <laughs> you got to take the lady to the pictures. Okay, so I, I, well, I've, I've seen a lot of uh, eighteen movies. Um, that sounds a bit rude, but like, I, I like horror. I do like a bit of horror. So, like, do you? they typically are the more, um, yeah. Uh, I've seen like stuff like. Um, uh, yeah, a lot of like the Nightmare on Elm Street because they were originally 18s, but now they're kind of mm. like, not really 18 viable. But yeah, I've seen I've seen a handful of those horrors for sure. Do you think um, Do you think your generation has just grown up with more horror than, say, for instance, my generation? That's why stuff like Nightmare on Elm Street is now PG. Um, <laughs> yeah, for kids. Yeah, well, yeah. I do. Well, I think yeah, you kind of get a bit desensitized to it because like. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like um, when you first... Isn't that weird, the though? First... Yeah, Because Because like... I grew up during the Troubles, and that was an X. So <laughs> it's like, oh, well, you know what? Oh, you can uh, you can live in this fucking war-torn area, but you can't see this scary film. But now you, you live in a... You live in England, which is the country absolutely filled with peace and harmony. Uh, and in no way is there a divided <laughs> community at all. And yet, um, you can just switch on CBBS and watch "I Spit in Your Grave." <laughs> but yeah, it is a, there is a, a mixture of culture there, isn't it? Because like, you are right. Because like, I, I, what I really don't like is the idea, like uh, how like certain types of media, like uh, um, just like 
is like an immoral choice. Like you often quite hear like, oh, don't play video games or what your like character. It's like, oh, hmm. actually, no, it, it like it video games are good and they're seeing different types of art's good as long as you're uh you know, you're in the right place to see it. Yeah. Do you ever get that? Yeah, I mean like it, like people always are like, Oh, you shouldn't do X, Y, and Z. Uh, but like it's that's okay to do it. It's a way of actually uh, venting frustration. Maybe I went a bit too factual on that, but do you know what I mean? Like it's important to kind of discuss these things in the like hole. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, I, I, I just kept on talking until no. I realised, like, yeah, sorry. No, I, no, of course, of course you should, uh, there shouldn't be censorship if that's what you mean. I mean, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm very much for um, a, a lot of uh, artistic freedom, but th- there is some art that is shit, and if it was censored, I couldn't give a crap. So I'm all about, you know, anti-censorship. But, you know, say, for instance, right, um, uh, you know, like I, I'm pulling this film out of nowhere. You know, like um, Eat, Pray, Love. Yes. Imagine that came out and just went, this film is uh, should be um, banned because it's immoral. I go, yeah, it looks shit. I don't care. Ban it. <laughs> The the thing is, yeah, unfortunately, I... in my teenager, so many really interesting films were banned. Um, uh, like like The Evil Dead was sort of banned for a little while, and that's what made it really, really, really interesting. And then when I finally saw, it, I lost my mind at how brilliant it was, because how they made that incredibly funny and inventive film on twenty quid is still incredible. And 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 when they made uh, a sequel, they suddenly had a budget of 200 quid. And they just remade the same film. Yeah. That was the sequel. It's a bold choice. Yeah. It's an incredible choice. Uh, so, y- you know, this is a very interesting uh, topic. Perhaps, perhaps we should um, pass this topic on to like... Um, what podcast is good where they talk about serious things? Guilty feminist, something like that. Yeah, they could talk about this. <laughs> yeah. I'm on a mat. So yeah, what sorry, I do yeah, is yeah. I write a load of sarcastic questions that are, that are I'd say every third one is sort of vaguely rude towards my guest, and uh, and then it's just slightly abusive. But um, but now we're actually talking about things that matter. All right, we we can move away from that. Um, we can talk more about you know your inner sanctum if you want. That's that's something we can. No, because that do. sounds like my arsehole again. Oh, and oh, I, sorry, <clears> sorry. and I, and I'll be honest with you, I wouldn't mind if that got banned. <laughs> I have no problem banning my own arsehole. Imagine, imagine you get home, you've uh, you know you just you had a lovely walk out, and mm. you get home, you got a letter from the government, uh, Mister Michael Lake. Mm. Your arsehole has been banned. Do you not use yeah. any furthers <clears throat> of your arsehole? But that's that wouldn't it wouldn't happen that way though, would it? It would happen like I'd wake up one morning and go, oh, better go and have a shit. I go downstairs and I can't because it's been boarded up. No, that sounds like a <laughs> a sequel to The Evil Dead. Yeah, <laughs> the man who couldn't shit. The man. Oh, that's, that'd be such a sad film. Who would play the? the uh, do you know what it'd be? Uh, what's his name? He's he's a brilliant actor who's in Wolf Hall and loads of other things. I'm terrible at actors' names. He's like probably one of the uh, uh, the great British actors of of sort of you know this era. Uh, he's like in his fifties, but he might look like he, oh, this is fucking terrible. 
Uh, well, I was going to Google it again, but you told me off after the Sherry incident, so I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> oh, what's that cunt's name? This could be a great <laughs> new section in Lake Hall. What's that cunt's name? And once yeah, again, okay. I'd start talking about something that I couldn't fucking focus on. And uh, uh, and then yeah. the listeners, Neil, hi Neil, would have to get, yeah. they would spend their time screaming the name of the person at the podcast, which obviously I can't hear. Yeah. Anyway, that actually, yeah. he'd be brilliant as the man who couldn't shit. <laughs> be a bit like man. Groundhog Day. Like he'd wake up every morning and he couldn't shit until he found true love and then he could shit. But does he grow a new arsehole? Because that's not very yeah. romantic. Yeah. Well, yeah. do you know what? That's that's the beauty of the film The Man Who Couldn't Shit. Because he has to prove that he's actually a decent human being so she can overlook the fact that he's literally filling up with shit. <laughs> it's actually a very, very, very good idea for fun. Very good. Really yeah, lovely idea. Sure, please, yeah, please make sure to... Uh, we, please uh, write that, and uh, we'll cast the guy from Wolf Hall. Um, yeah, whoever that guy was, he's good though, isn't he? He was in. Uh, yeah. He was in that spy film that Spielberg made. What was it called? Oh, Jaws. <laughs> that one. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. You see another thing, Jason Statham. Yeah, let's say it's Jason Statham. Good actor. <laughs> I, that's the thing. He wouldn't bring the same weight to um, the man who couldn't shit that I want. Yeah. I've got a titanium arsehole and I need to have a shit. Yeah. Let's get going. Yeah. Was that good? Was that good? No, it's really good. It's really good. Yeah. You have to keep shitting or else you'll have a heart attack. <laughs> and that's the thing. He has to, he has to solve a crime while always shitting. See, he would be in the, the man who has to constantly shit. I think I relate to that guy more than Sherlock Holmes, is all I'm saying. Oh, listen, I think we all know that. <laughs> we all know that you relate to the man who can't stop shitting. Uh, but, but listen, we, we have to get on with the questions. Uh, so, but I'm oh. just going to put on, put uh, down on your profile, co-writer. Because um, I think we've come up with a couple of good movie ideas there. Yeah. Really nice. Really nice. We should write a movie together. Maybe not yeah. that one, but a movie. <laughs> No, it shouldn't be us. It should be um, somebody good should write that. Somebody really like it's a shame. It's a shame that um, Hilary Mantle is dead because it would make a really nice book as well, wouldn't it? The man who couldn't shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a really big departure from Walpole, but yeah, yeah. Well, do, do, you know what? A lot of her earlier books, uh, you know, were very different. Hmm? Yeah, she's a good writer, Matt. Good writer. Okay, here here we go with uh, our next question. Matt Hoss. Matt, when you're alone, what voice do you use? What voice do I use? Yeah, hmm. when you're alone. Now, do you typically speak out loud to yourself? Because I'm not sure if I do lots. I think I mutter, you know what I mean? Because a lot of thinking's going in my head, or I'm listening to like podcasts or music. Uh, but like, if I'm, I'm usually doing something, and I'll do something around, i be like, oh. Like, I mutter Ooh, a lot. You sound you really creepy when you when you're alone. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, fuck it out. Fuck it out. I've revenge in the whole Statham. fucking world. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't do that. I speak out loud, really, really, quite loudly. Yeah. 
And in, How loudly do you speak? And in different voices. <laughs> yeah. Can you give us an impression of one of the voices? Well, some, sometimes I will literally just say out loud what I'm doing. I'll go, hello, I think our dirty dishes, I will clean you plate. Yes, you're all clean now, you dirty plate. Uh, I'll do that. Okay. Mm. Um, now, what was that accent meant to be? What's, what's it it was there? meant to be from Earth, so you can't you can't pin any racism on me. They're just from Earth. I think I can. <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, if you look if you look at past evidence, yes. <laughs> but maybe that's that's the thing. We don't look at future evidence, do we? Go well, as long as he says he won't do it again. No, that's a good film there, Minority Report. Look at future evidence. Yeah. And then, you know, like, because imagine if they did Minority Report for, like, 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 uh, cancelled comedians being like, oh, no, that, no, don't do that open mic because, uh, you're, you're gonna, yeah, yeah, you're gonna say something shitty in 15 years' time, which, uh, you, it's a totally shit thing to do. Or even better, like, because do you remember, like, Minority Report, they, they read their newspapers and the newspapers were all, like, digital. And we were really mm. impressed by that. Um, I like the idea of, like, on your way to the gig, you read a review of the gig. You go, oh, fucking hell, I'm going to die on my hole tonight. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean... I'm going to get but bottles. Again, like, be like, oh, it reads like a two. It reads like a three, so sure. let's give it a go. Yeah. yeah. Um, that would be so disconcerting. Um, maybe we should do that for Edinburgh, like... Uh, like just before the show, give them like a five star review and see how the show is. Yeah, that's true. Like a blank check. Well, I mean, wasn't there that website that was called Five Star Review? And if if you give them like a quid, or, I don't think it was a quid. I think it was for, like fifty quid. Um, yeah. They would come to your show and review and give it a five star re- review. I mean, it's a business model, isn't it? It is a business model, and it's a stupid one. Hmm. Hmm. Um. I'm gonna write that down. I reckon I can get <laughs> credible, good four star reviews. It's like, and I'll actually watch the show. Yeah, I mean, like, I'll be like, okay, that was four star. I was room for improvement, but yeah, four stars. Like, I think that that's more credible. Uh, you know the way people say, oh, "Sorry, I just burped." Uh, that's Lucas Aid for you. Great drink. Sponsors of the Leg Hole. Now, um, <laughs> uh, you know when people say, um, "Oh, well, listen, if you are doing the Edinburgh." festival the last thing you must get in just don't have it in your head that you're going to be nominated okay just go up there for i'd go one stage further than that and go don't go up there expecting anything nice whatsoever including a good review i'm, I'm not kidding you i've had good reviews in edinburgh and i've questioned the good reviews like no it's not no it fucking yeah, isn't I I know what you're talking about actually because like sometimes like you'll get a, like a like a middle of the road review but they got what the show was about do you know what I mean they understood mm. it but then you get people like I've gen- like several times that like, you had like uh, reviews where it's just like four like four or four and a half stars being like yeah it was really good Matt Hoss is a really cool guy it's like that's not the show I was giving off well, do you know what I mean? well, well here's <laughs> here... my vibe. exactly exactly and here's the thing they. All reviewers are there to review art, right? They're reviewing mm. art. Now, in Edinburgh, uh, there is a painting in one of the uh, galleries, and it is called uh, the the Three Oncologists, uh, mm-hmm. and it is literally it's by Ken Curry, it's a great mm-hmm. Scottish artist, and it is literally one of the most amazing pieces of art you're ever going to see in your life. So, anytime, listen, I'm going to sound like I got a load of good reviews. I didn't. 
But anytime <laughs> I got a four star review, I go, what? You're saying I'm one star less than this immaculate piece of art. I think all reviewers should go to see the three oncologists. And then when you get your two star review, they go, well, yeah, you're nowhere near as good as that. And you go, yeah, that's fair. I'm not. I mean, Dead that's air. a really nice way to desensitize that emotion. It's quite interesting, that. Yeah, thanks. Uh, that's patronizing, so I'll just put down patronizing. Oh, well, you I, said you like patronizing. I, I, I didn't say I'm against you being patronizing. I'm just saying it's what you are. I also put down creepy because of the weird voice you did earlier. Now, here's... Mm-hmm, that's the one. Now, here we go with another question. Matt Hoss, mm. are you more of a hat or a helmet guy? Oh, that's a good question. It's a great question. I don't you. think I can pull off hats. I re- like, really? I really wanted to. I I think it gives me a bit of a headache, and I think helmets. Oh I, I do God. like safety. Do you know what I mean? I, can I can I just tell you something? You've really, really. Firstly, you charm me. Anyway, you charm <laughs> me. You. Honestly, you do. But as soon as you <laughs> said they give me a headache, this is how decrepit I am. <laughs> I put my hat on, and I am immediately in pain. Because my head cannot suffer the weight of a baseball cap. Yes, yeah. It's like, ow, I'm all sore now, now that there's a tiny bit of material on my head. Yeah, it it feels like it gives me a migraine, you know what I mean? It wraps around my head, it's like, that's just painful. And you know what, I just... And any other hat doesn't really suit me very much, do you know what I mean? I I feel like like hats aren't really my vibe, Um, like... Like I, I, um, for my Twitch streams, I do wear hats, uh, but that's more like a costume rather than sure. Uh, a, a choice You're a performer. For me to... Yeah, but I feel like, like to go out in public, never wear a hat. Right. I would wear a helmet for safety reasons. <clears throat> sure, not, sure. All the time. Bike, sure. Whatever. Um. Uh. Or if you were, you know, in space. <laughs> Famously, I'm yeah, yeah, in space. yeah, yeah. Well, here's the thing. I see you. Uh, like if I was to choose a hat for you it'd be like you know the pearly king hat like a cap with all no. buttons buttons sewn on it no mm. <laughs> is that from an x-rated film because i haven't seen that um, there's there's hardly any pearly kings in the exorcist <laughs> <clears throat> that's pearly one of the reasons king. it's a good film hat pearly king hat that's how i look at that okay I'm oh gonna, i see I'm that gonna... yeah okay I'm gonna, like I'm gonna put Pearly King down on your uh, psychological profile. I think mentally you are a Pearly King. Oh, yo, yep, I'm a, per- I'm definitely a Pearly King. Well, sure. there you go. You see, uh, see, I'm pretty good at this. Pretty good. Now, we're here we will come to the end of your eight questions, but there'll be one more question after this. But this is the end of your eight. Um, mm-hmm. Matt, describe an average day. An average day. Um, I'm quite a busy dude, so I've always quite a lot on. So um, I'm either working, no, 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 Matt, Matt, Matt. It's, um, you're making this all about you. I mean, describe an average day. Okay. Um, like it starts quite okay. dark, doesn't it? Yeah. So it starts bam, midnight, very dark. Yeah. Yeah. Very dark. It stays like that for about typically yeah. about six hours. Six, yeah, six I'd say hours, something like that. Yeah. A lot of people are trying to sleep during this time. Not much happening uh, unless yeah, you're yeah. out on the lash. Um, sure. Unless, you know, typically people are quite quiet. It's a bit of a chill time. Yeah. It depends on where you live, obviously. Um, mm-hmm. But then six o'clock, people are getting ready for work. 
it's a bit yeah. brighter. People are going for walking the dogs, etc. That's true. Um, yeah, uh, uh, getting ready for the day ahead. Mm-hmm. Then the day is ahead. Uh, you, you yeah. Start, you know, your, your main bit of work typically around about uh, nine o'clock. Bish yeah. bash bosh. It's yeah. lunchtime. Twelve o'clock. Lunchtime. Um, um, yeah, we. Yeah, you're having your dinner. You're mm-hmm. having a laugh, mm-hmm. cracking stuff. Yeah. At one p.m. You what? Uh, one two two p.m. You're getting your your post afternoon slump. You, you're you're not yeah. you're not in your your right vibe space. You get a bit tired. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's four o'clock. You're not doing any more work. You're no. just sitting around and you're just hanging out. You know, and the sun's like away. dipping out now. Mm-hmm. Then five o'clock, bish bash bosh, hen home. The mm-hmm. sun's kind of dipping down. The best part of the day is gone. What have you been doing? Nothing. You've wasted that day. Mm-hmm. Um. Then it's um, at night time again. You uh, uh, a lot of people watch Netflix towards the back end of the evening, then I'd fall asleep, so. and it's midnight again. I mean, that's it. I mean, that, uh, that's I mean, incredible that uh, in your idea of like an average day, not one person masturbated. I find that hard to believe. <laughs> I didn't say that. Like, well, that, that could well, happen at any time. Yeah, uh, but it, I think it's nice that in your worldview, you got well. There's not none of that's happening. It's revolting. Uh, whereas, whereas, literally, that. I was like, "What? Well, could you at six o'clock? Everyone's getting ready for work. What about wanking? Uh, like immediately? Oh, the alarm's gone off. Well, better get this done before I get up." You know, I do have to. I do have to state. You know, wanking's not a chore, right? <laughs> You're right. Like, right. I've You're right. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> I've got to go and uh, wash the dishes. I've got to clean the windows. Got to have a pull, you know. It's, no, it's, but it is. It is like um, it's not a chore, but it's uh, you know the way. Um, like life is a gift, right? Life is a, th- this incredible experience. Well, going to a concert is a great experience, but you still have to buy a ticket. And I think to have the great experience of life, you have to start off with having a way. Please don't mind at concerts. <laughs> and that is that is your ticket for the rest of the day. It's like, right, great, I've got that over with. I'm up. Yeah, I mean, it. To be fair, wanking. It's uh, it's a bit of like I find I find it like uh, it's a bit of a miracle cure because like if, if you're sleepy, you'll either wake you up or put you to sleep. You know, like it's it's a perfect cure for any ailment. Do you know what I mean? Ah. COVID. Yeah. You know? I'm putting medical man down. <laughs> I tell you one thing, you really saved a lot of Purdy King and Medical Man. Imagine ending on those two. That's incredible. (laughs) Thank you so much for describing an average day. I think think it's nice for us and the listener just to be reminded, you know, eh, you know what a day's really like. Yeah. Well, I'm here to bring you back down to earth. Thank you. No, thank you. You you really are a treasure. This is our final question today. Matt Hoss. Matt Hoss, let me ask you this. What is leg hole? What is leg hole? Mm-hmm. Now, leg hole. Um, I, I think leg hole is an experience. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. it, it is a podcast and it is a yeah. chat and it's a very I would say a very loose structure of Michael insulting you in a in an interview based mm-hmm. <laughs> process. Sure. Uh, but what leg hole is? It's it's a it's a chance for um, for two minds to kind of connect and it's that whilst michael is low-key but funnily judging you i think it's an experience to kind of figure out a bit more about yourself but in 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 a very humorous facade would you recommend it to uh friends and colleagues depends all right would you recommend it to colleagues 
I would recommend it to. Uh, I, I would I would recommend it to people who are like, what is a podcast? And I would show them this is the first thing out, and the only thing I'll show them uh, this this is what a podcast is. Right. And only show them yours. I <laughs> think. What I'll do. I, I think to be fair, I think if if someone goes, do you know, I've never really listened to a podcast. I should listen to some. Definitely recommend me first. Yeah, that's exactly because like yeah, they they will have a very <laughs> different view of what podcasters. We're like, yeah, like imagine them meeting up for like uh like mm. Christmas dinner and like they're all talking about their favorite podcasts. And, like, it's like, well, I thought it was a bit weird because like they're all talking about like you know someone writing a porno, but like this yeah. Michael Legfella is <laughs> weird. Yeah. Just um, do you do you remember like when podcasts uh first you know started? When was that? About two years ago. Something like that, yeah, so and cool, uh, yeah. and all the first podcasts were all just two people talking shit, and then mm. people decided no, we're better than that, and podcasts became slick and professional. Well, guess what? I'm here to bring about the demise of the slick and the professional podcast. I'm bringing it back to old school, bad, you know, production values. Uh, you know, a host who clearly doesn't know what they're doing and is literally wasting everyone's time. Uh, clearly, easily available guests. Well, how hard? You know, uh, you know, yeah, to fit you into a very busy schedule. So, and that absolutely. that is what leg hole is to me. But thank you for having a um, <laughs> uh, a, a clear, clearly a better. You know, I'm going to put uh, good judge of character. Thank you. And yeah. to follow on what your point is, I feel like podcasts are a bit too produced because it does kind of annoy oh, I'll me. I'll put when, rude like, down have, as like... well. <laughs> okay, I won't tell you more. <laughs> no, no, please, 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 please. No, just, just you know, you know the idea. Like, as you mentioned, like these big production companies come in to do like these slick podcasts with like the fancy editing and like mm. kind of like the the cool like music in the background, and they even have a credits list at the end with like eighty people. And it's just like, right? I I can't be I can't do that. I'm just a dude being like, oh, what's your favorite uh, uh, music band, and talk about that, and that, that's that's what I do. <laughs> yeah, and it's and and do you know what? It's I think it does us uh, great credit that that's what we do. Um, I don't. I, d- I just don't see the point of um, working. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I don't what's see the point. No. What's the point? Um, am I getting paid for this? No. Well, then what? that's am the I amount of work. No. Oh, hang on. Am I getting paid to have you on here? <laughs> yes. Actually. God, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. Do you want to do my podcast? Oh, yeah. All right. Well. And you get a free five star review. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. If if you pay, I'll be nice to you, and if you don't, well, yeah, it's just how it is. <laughs> Imagine but, if I paid you to be nice to me for the whole of this podcast. It'd be a very different podcast. It'd be really. I think it'd be very weird. Yeah, I don't think absolutely. that's why people pay me. You know. Yeah, there's, there's certainly there's certainly something going on. There. I don't know why people pay me, but it's not that. It's not that, Matt Toss. You are such a delight. I'm so happy that you agreed to do my very humble, uh, and by that I mean shit, podcast. Um, <laughs> and uh, and listen, um, to uh, anyone out there who has not heard Castable, it's a great podcast. Matt's podcast is fantastic. Uh, 
my vitriola music uh, friends out there who uh, may have listened to my old music podcast. Uh, Castival's a great uh, music podcast. I definitely think that you should listen to it. Matt and I will uh, be uh, revealing very soon our new uh, music podcast, but we'll talk about that another time. Matt, where can Absolutely. people see you next? You can see well. Find me online at Matt Hoss Comedy, um, and obviously check out Castable as mentioned. Thank, uh, thank you for that, Michael. And uh, yeah, I um, yeah, I I'm on all the social medias at Matt Hoss Comedy, and um, you might see me on Twitch as well. I do a lot of broadcasts on there three times a week. Um, so I have a lot of online things going on. So uh, if if you can't see me in person doing comedy stuff, you can also see me online. So lots of stuff to get your teeth into. Okay, so, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm just, a very busy boy. I'm just gonna write ruined the fucking podcast. Ruined the fucking. <laughs> Because I'll be honest with you, Matt, um, that all came across like this was a slick podcast because I said, where can people see you next, Matt? And then you answered it correctly. I was really hoping you would answer with, oh, well, I'm playing Bradford on Friday. And then I was going, what, are you going to be invisible until then? Uh, so okay, in a little, I, again. no, no, it's fucking ruined. It's fucking ruined. Doesn't fucking matter. I do gossip on, on it's, Friday. Matt, please. The moment's gone, and it's it's fine. It's fine. I'll use I'll use the joke next time with someone. Matt Hoss, you're a lovely guy. Thank you. But let's have a look at your psychological profile, Matt Hoss. Please. You are easily confused. You're a smart arse. You're kind, yeah. spineless, unprofessional, exactly like Jimmy Savile. You're a, <laughs> a hippie wanker, new age twat, co-writer. Creepy, patronizing, pearly king, medical man, a good judge of character, rude, and you ruined the fucking podcast. And all of those things, Matt, come together to make our friend and hero, Matt Hoss. Everyone applaud. Everyone applaud, Matt Thank you very much. I appreciate that. Thank you for being all those things, Matt, because uh, when they all come together, it turns out they all work out right. Well, well, thank you very much. And uh, yeah, thank you for having me on, Michael. It's great to be here. Uh, it's fine, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's fine. Thanks for listening, yeah, every. Like it. Yeah, it's fine. You know, it's uh, do you know it's an hour of our life gone now, isn't it? Yeah, but we're two friends hanging out and uh, entertaining Neil. What more could we ask for? Do you think Neil's got this far into the podcast? No. No. Oh, great. N- Neil's a cunt. There you go. I've been dying to say that the whole run of Blakehole. <laughs> And now we can finally say it, knowing that there's no way on earth he's got this far. Because uh, he's a lovely fella, and I, and I would genuinely hate to hurt his feelings, because he's a really lovely guy. But, you know, he is a cunt. And there's nothing we can do about that. But listeners, thank you so much for listening. Matt Hoss, thank you so much for answering and for being great. Until next time, goodbye! Bye.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.